Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. So this is part two of episode 100. Uh, most of this was recorded last week when we had guests on. We were recorded a little bit of the beginning and a little bit of the end. Uh, but like I said, most of it was recorded last week. We look forward to doing 101 next week. If you were considering this week to donate to the Podcast Maintenance Fund or to the TAM Fund, Tom and I instead would ask you that you would donate any of that money to uh, to the victims of the uh, Oklahoma tornado that happened uh, earlier this week. Uh, if you weren't considering donating to us, uh, we would ask that maybe you would open your pockets and help those people out too. Uh, right now, Foundation Beyond Belief, that's foundationbeyondbelief.org, has uh, on their main page, if you scroll down, they have a way for which uh, in which you can donate directly to uh, the Oklahoma City uh, tornado relief. If you're interested in donating, uh, that may be a great place to start. Uh, and we hope that you do. Hey, Tom and Steve. My name is Adam Collins from Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm a truck driver and just want to thank you guys for a breath of fresh air every week. It's pretty tedious going to truck stops every day and listening to the bullshit that these fucks spew day in and out. It's just nice having a couple voices of reason every now and then. And congratulations on your 100th episode, if for no other reason than we recognize a base 10 numbered system, which makes it significant. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to another 100. Catch you later. Bye. Hey, Jason Tom, Glory Hall. This is Godless Matt. I forgot to call you guys and thank you and let you know what happened with Nadia when you guys helped me out uh, promoting that thing. Literally within two weeks of us doing that, before we had a chance to put the podcast together or anything, Nadia had three interviews, one of which was with like a really big, well-known company, you know, in her business, which is Colonel Programming. Uh, she ended up interviewing in three different areas of the country and accepting a job close to her where she lived in. But anyway, I just, I completely forgot to let you guys know and follow up and let you guys know that you really helped and to thank you and glory hole and happy interception. Hi guys, this is the voice of the woman who announces how you can contact Cognitive Dissonance. I just wanted to say that I'm very proud of you both for reaching 100th episode and glory hole. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome, Matt. This is episode 97B <laughs> of Cognitive <laughs> 
we're just going to recycle through uh, the 97 and then the alpha. We're going to be like a double Z at some point. Zeta Z. <laughs> of cognitive dissonance. You fucking deserve it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, is that most of this show and pretty much all this show, except for this little bit now and the end of it, are, have, were all recorded previously. So you're not getting anything fresh at all. That, well, they weren't getting anything fresh to no, start with. No, but they're getting know. things that are raw. I mean, the jokes are stale. The guests are <laughs> right. stale. I mean, this is the this sort of recycled ass bullshit is the best we can do. You know, it's no secret that our nation may very well be experiencing the hand of judgment. It is no secret that we all are concerned that our nation may be in a time of decline. If that is in fact so, what is the answer? The answer is what we are doing here today. Humbling ourselves before an almighty God, crying out to an almighty God, saying not of ourselves, but you. Would you save us, O God? We repent of our sins. We turn away from them. We seek you. We seek your ways. See, so let's get Chuck from Irreligiosophy on the line for the next story. I'm not sure that he'll do it. Now, Tom, I, this is something I hadn't mentioned, but... Um, he and I kind of went in on a sort of a business oh, venture no. together. Oh, no. Yeah, well, you know, it, 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 there's some discrepancy about a credit card balance right oh, now, so. No chance he's going to come on. Well, I don't think so, no. Yeah, fuck it. I'm calling him anyway. Just <laughs> pretend you're not here. All right. I'll be quiet. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good to be back. Good, good. Thanks for being here. Um, the first story that we're going to talk to you about comes from... Uh, Huffington Post. This is from their politics section, but it could just as well be from their batshit crazy Bachman section, which at this point, <laughs> they're going to have to start dividing out. Is there any other kind of Bachman section? It's all batshit crazy. <laughs> you know, Chuck, it is all batshit crazy. And Did you watch the video or did you just read the transcript? I watched the video. I love the, the pastor moves she's got with her hand yeah. gestures. <laughs> she really does. She's doing a I believe I can fly sort of moment <laughs> there a little later on in the, in the podcast, in the little broadcast there. I kind of saw that as a wind beneath my wings sort of a yeah. gesture, but uh, yeah, you can, you can go. I, it, it's funny because she's got that same voice that they all use when they're standing there, where they over-accentuate. The last syllable. And it makes me want to fucking strangle anybody. As soon as you hear that, you're like, well, I'm not going to believe. You could be up there and be like, the sky is blue with clouds. Like, eh, probably not. Probably not. I'm going to go take a look for myself. You accentuated the last syllable too much for me to believe that. She's so dramatic, you know? Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> well. She, she's crazy dramatic. And in this, in this article, she's talking about the uh, National Day of Prayer and Fasting. America doesn't need a National Day of Prayer, although the National Day of Fasting one could have an argument for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every day is National Prayer Day. Every, every day is National Prayer Day. Um, as she was gathered at a Capitol Hill event, um, she says some, some super awesome shit in here, particularly of interest to me was... When she said, quote, it's no secret that our nation may very well be experiencing the hand of judgment. Just the one hand. The other one's fapping. It is no secret that we are all concerned that our nation may be in a time of decline. If that is in fact so, what is the answer? And this is the best. The answer is what we are doing here today. Humbling ourselves before an almighty God, 
crying out to an almighty God, saying, not of ourselves, but you. Would you save us, O God? We repent of our sins. We turn away from them. We seek you. We seek our, your ways. That does seem like the best way to solve a problem. So the answer to the judgment of God is to do absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's like God's looking down and everything you do is wrong. You're like a rat in a lab and every movement you would make zaps you and you're just like, fuck it, I'm standing still. I'm not, I can't possibly do anything right at all. Why do we have to seek God so hard anyways? Is it just like a fucking hide and seek? You're, you're closing your eyes and you tag God and he's it. <laughs> <laughs> you're it, God. We're, we're seeking you. Where are you? God, Hello. It's like you got to get a GPS like you're fucking geocaching that bitch, you know? <laughs> it's I mean, what what conceivable deity do you have to beg to help you? Like what what other like what other authority? You know, if you were at work, for example, if you're at work and you're stuck on a particularly difficult problem or case or whatever it is that you do for your work and you know, you need some assistance and you're like, you know, I gave that hell. I really did. I gave it hell, but I I'm here, and there are authority figures here, and I'm going to avail myself of their resources. So here, I would like to avail, and they're like, mm, I'm going to be totally silent on the matter for about 2,000 years. But if you make the wrong choice, you're fired. I will fuck, I will fuck you up. I will <laughs> fuck you up. You notice that we've been judged twice, and both times the agents of God have been Muslim terrorists. this is true although the case could be made here chuck that you know we we lost about three thousand people in 2001 and uh what was it four in 2012 on the same day so it might actually be that god is actually approving of what we're doing because he's killing less people that's right he's the the smiting in 2012 wasn't half as bad you know that's four people we're getting much better Maybe this passing of the gay marriage. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, maybe he is for gay marriage. Maybe he's like, hey, you guys are doing it right. Way to go, guys. I'm only killing four people this time. One of my favorite lines is that, you know, is there anything better that we can do on that day rather than to humble ourselves and to pray to an almighty God? Can you guys think of anything better? Masturbate? That seems like (laughs) (laughs) Grill a hot dog, fuck a dude in the ass. Anything. Whatever it has to do, it's got to be phallic. So grilling a hot dog, fucking a dude in the ass, masturbating, anything phallic. I don't see those as mutually exclusive options, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you say now when you're fucking a dude? I'm grilling the hot dog. I'm a very fat man, Chuck. I'm actually grilling the hot dog. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm working this thing. Oh, yeah. Hold on a minute. I got to Yeah, it pumps when you cook it. Don't worry. That's just what it looks like to start. It works for the hot dog and everything else. Just keep going. That's what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a there's there's a part of this though where she's talking about, you know, it's no secret that our nation may very well be experiencing the hand of judgment. Uh it's no secret that we are all concerned that our nation may be in a time of decline. Uh if that's a fact, so what is the answer? And Tom read that earlier and it's like, I don't know, why don't you fucking try to fix the problems? You're in a position to do it. How do you reelect somebody whose who's answer to, um, hey, we've got issues? Oh, yeah, we sure do. Man, if only there was somebody to do something about that. Um, That's the thing. Her constituents expect the exact same amount of work ethic as they do from their <laughs> almighty God. <laughs> she just fucking sits there on her ass. <laughs> 
She judges from on high. Exactly. Now, do you and do you know a lot about Bachman? Because Bachman is part of this group, right? That's involved in this spiritual warfare sort of dominionism stuff. I don't know if you've ever heard of that stuff. The prayer warriors. Yeah, the prayer like yeah. they like go out and like pray over places and cast demons out and shit. And they think yeah. like the the government is is like seven pillars, and they gotta like like put people in each of the pillars or else Satan's going to take over. Part of me wonders, you know, like if she keeps on calling out to God as this is God's punishment, where is Satan in all this, I wonder? I mean, it just seems like it's all just jumbled mess of mythos. Isn't it nice? You don't really need a Satan with Bachman's God. He's smiting, he's killing, he's fucking people over. Satan's like, yo, hey, let me do something. Let me get in there. Let me get a smiting in there once in a while. Put me in the game, coach. How you doing, coach? Put me in. Satan is Rudy. Satan is fucking Rudy, man. Like, he's he's like, a fucking walk-on. He's the walk-on at the last minute, you know? <laughs> you look at this and you start comparing, like, the track record. You know, like, if I if I have a tally list, like, how many deaths does, does God have on the list? Well, he's got the entirety of Earth at one point, sans one family, so that's kind of a big black mark on that column. And then you start tallying up, like, the Satan column. Like, start, you know, so you go through their ridiculous holy book and you tally them both up. But it's like, I gotta go. Satan wins on this one. There's this awesome book called uh, Drunk with Blood where it tallies up all the murders in the Bible. God fucking got, like, over a million and Satan's chilling with maybe 12 or 13. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming in off the bench and only scoring 12? Get him out of there. He's a terrible sixth man. He's terrible at this. He's only put in the game when this score's so far run ahead that it doesn't even fucking matter anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, God's already scored a million, so go ahead and put Satan in the game. One of my favorites is they, the, the Israelites complain about that God's killing too many people, so what does he do? He fucking kills 10,000 more. <laughs> Eat that, fuckers! <laughs> Eat that shit! Complain about That's like me. when you're winning so bad at volleyball, you have to spike the ball in someone's <laughs> face, you know? <laughs> uh, that is God. That is God to a T right there. You know, it's crazy to me, and we've talked to, talked to listeners about this, that Bachman has any electoral potential whatsoever. That there's people out there that would put her in office, but I guess they've gerrymandered all the districts so many different ways that this woman actually has support. It's insane to think that she does, though. Do you guys have anything sort of comparable out by you? In Utah? Yeah. They're all fucking crazy. (laughs) Essentially, in Utah, if you're LDS, you'll you'll get elected. If you're LDS, you're Republican, you got a straight trip to it. Um, You know, we got, we have our own what, Chris Butters? You guys heard about it? He was on the news a couple of years back. He was the guy who uh, thought gays were more a threat to the nation than uh, terrorists. Oh, that's, oh, that, nice. that's a totally <laughs> rational comparison. Because remember that time that the, that the gays set off that fabulous bomb? And... His logic no. was uh, you remember what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Well, that was just one city. This is nationwide. We're talking brimstone, hellfire. All across the United States. Thing is, we can defend against the gays. We have gay dogs. <laughs> and we can just tell exactly where they're going to be. It's not a big deal. It's like a national defense system of gaydar. Just like, oh, we got a hot one coming in. What does it sound like when your TV goes off? It's like, woohoo! <laughs> now, 
the, the Mormons have been backing off the gay issue, though. The Mormons have really backpedaled on that gay issue. So I wonder if he's still are in that same mindset. The younger and the more media-savvy Mormons have. But remember in the last general conference that fucking Boyd K. Packer, the apostle, who, by the way, is the next in line to the presidency when uh, Thompson, Thomas Monson kicks the bucket. Boyd K. Packer said, I don't want you guys to get swept up in a wave of tolerance for gay people. No, no, <laughs> you wouldn't want to. Did he really say that? And he said, just because a behavior is now legal doesn't mean it's moral and there are still spiritual ramifications. So don't get swept up in this wave of tolerance. <laughs> no shit. Oh, no shit, man. Wow, I guess I guess well it's funny because what was reported, I guess mostly, and what we've read and I guess what was popularly reported was that they were sort of backing off, but that shows I guess a different sort of potential you, there. You have to watch out for waves of tolerance though, because they can leave lead to like tsunamis of joy and earthquakes of yeah. happiness and you could have <laughs> I mean you could you could you could have a, an entire hurricane of goodwill if you're not careful. I like the fact that God only speaks to the Mormons twice a year, right? Every six months they have this general conference. So the most important thing God had to say to the president of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles was stop fucking tolerating people, you assholes. <laughs> I'm sick of this tolerance. Yeah. Jesus. Well, the Catholics have even a worse main line to God. They have to wait until they fucking elect a pope, and then they have a, like a miscount four or five times. <laughs> so they have a terrible line to God. At least the Mormons have it twice a year. Oh, that, that whole selection process for the Pope looks awfully human, doesn't it? Oh, certainly does, doesn't it? I, I like, too, that you can be infallible and then quit your job. Like, <laughs> how does that work? It's like, yeah, all right, um, benefits package looks good. I'll go with it. Yes. I, give me the silly hat. Kiss my ring, motherfucker. I'm in. Let's do this thing. I'm going to pursue some other options. Um <laughs> That probably those orders probably came from God. It's like Benedict, you look, you're a fucking Nazi. You're making me look bad. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to step down. You look like the goddamn emperor from Star Wars. <laughs> you're scaring the kids for Christ's sakes. Every time you talk, I expect lightning to shoot out of your fingertips. We're done. <laughs> We're done. That's a hell of a benediction. Uh, <laughs> I want to. I got to ask you a question, Chuck. Before we, before we let you go, because this is. I just got done. Uh, went to go see Book of Mormon uh, at uh, at a at a theater here in Chicago. I fucking loved it. I thought it was hilarious. But I've got to ask a question. And since you're our Mormon expert, there was a part of the show where they start talking about how when you die, you get your own planet. Is that a real thing? That is the doctrine, yeah. <laughs> you uh, you die, and if you um, were Mormon and you were really good, you take your wife and you go to another planet and you make a bunch of spiritual babies, and then you become a god of that planet. That's pretty good. What? That is the craziest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I hope the Mormons are right. I thought they were making a joke. Yeah, I kind of do, actually, too, now. <laughs> Although I'm not Mormon. So no. I just... I. I would be like, I don't even know. Like, what happens? Is there like a Mormon hell too? Yeah, we're stuck in the Telestial Kingdom, so that's like the third level. It's just like the Earth is right now. I could do that. I could chill out. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I was going <laughs> to say, so bad. is there a hell? Yeah, you're stuck on a planet alone with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? My first thought was like, you're voiped out of the, like you die. Like, so you get hit by a fucking bus and you're like, oh, that sucked. You like wake up, you look around, you're like, oh, man, really? Yeah. Fucking, it's just us. 
It's just where's the fucking Starbucks? Are you kidding me? We don't even have a therapist us? here. <laughs> One of my uncles, they go knock around the door, and that's their selling point. Wouldn't you like to be together with your uh, wife forever for all eternity? And he goes, I don't know what house you thought you knocked on, but get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the worst hell I could imagine. At least with marriage here on Earth, there's an out, right? Yeah. Till death do us part. Yeah. You're like, well, great. At least at some point. I get a do-over. Like, you get to mulligan that stuff. Not so and you're cra- that crazy Mormon religion, it's like, well, you're dead. Here's your wife back. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this, is worst, this is the worst afterlife ever. <laughs> so, Chuck, you're doing irreligiosophy again. You're working through it, huh? I am, yeah. You know, you guys just passed. Congratulations on your 100th episode. What I recommend is you guys should go into business together. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right well, i mean what's uh, what's the worst that could happen <laughs> there, i don't know chuck what is the worst that could happen <laughs> oh well chuck uh if people were going to find your podcast where would they go uh www.irreligiosophy.com it's spelled just like it sounds <laughs> <laughs> i love that Chuck, it was absolutely a blast to have you on. Thank you so much for joining us for our 100th episode. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Congratulations. Hi, Cecil and Tom. Uh, this is Esme, and you guys actually um, requested that we call, that people call you, and I call even when not being expected <laughs> to do so or invited to do so. But, of course, I'm calling like extra um, – I'm calling with purpose right now, knowing that I have permission <laughs> to call and that I'm not stalking you, but, um, <laughs> congratulations on a hundred episodes. I've listened to every single one. And I think my favorite moment that I could just now off the top of my head come up with is when you guys, when you guys revealed something to me that I never, um, that I didn't know before, which was that Sierra Miss is just a mountain <laughs> word and a do so word, awesome. but Sierra and then this, and, and it's, and I just never knew that Mountain Dew and Sierra Miss were, like, that's this just genius. There are other things that you guys have done that were a little, that were smarter. But, that's um, all we have. That's just my favorite right that's now. That's all we have. And Ed is still <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Bye. Um, that is, that's, that's what we got. That's, 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 of all the things I've done in my life, the one thing that I'll be remembered for is, hey, he noticed Sierra Mist is just like Mountain Dew. Hey, Cecil and Tom. This is Logan from Arkansas, surprisingly sober this time. And I'd just like to say glory hole uh, a thousand times glory hole. And thank you for 100 brilliant, uninformed, craft, just opinionated pieces of hour-long ear candy. I really appreciate it. You guys rock so hard. Um, And I hope that you can produce a hundred more episodes as great as the last hundred. Anyway, we're going to get home now. Keep it short. So, thanks, guys. Once again, motherfucking glory hole. Right back at you, Logan. Fantastic. Thanks. 
Hey, happy centennial from the Dirty South. Glory hole. The Dirty South. It's all dirty. It's, it's all fucking all dirty. dirty. <laughs> it's all fucking fucking black heels down there. That's all Where I'm saying. I, wherever I've been is the Dirty North, too. So. <laughs> uh, you all right, lads? It's um, Dave Thomas from the UK. Uh, Little Hampton again. I hope you can understand what I'm saying. Uh, I've just finished watching Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels again. And I just wanted to say Glory Hole be on your 100th episode, if it is 100. Cheers, guys. Bye. <laughs> like, dude, it's like, if it is 100. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much confusion. Ah, that's awesome. Dave, I totally understood you this time. You could tell he put on his... I'm talking to foreigners. I'm going to speak slowly. <laughs> voice. <laughs> it's not just talking to foreigners. Like I'm talking to Americans. Yeah, no, no I've kidding, gotta, right? Yeah, because the yeah. foreign, like anybody who speaks English as a second language, probably understands them just fine. For certain, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like and it's, it's monosyllables it's, and yeah. slowly. It's only us you know. slow people who don't understand. Thanks, Dave, for sending Thank in you. a voicemail. Hi, Cecil and Tom. This is Claire. Uh, I really love your podcast and Glory Hole, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I really want you guys' take on this uh, this other podcast. It's called The Paranormal Podcast, uh, the latest episode. Uh, they have a guy on. They interview him about his series and, like, books he's written, about the connection between the Pope and the aliens. And it's really <laughs> kooky, and I know you guys are super busy, but it's worth listening to just for the lulls. All right. Love what you do. It's great hearing feminist things from, like, middle-aged guys. I hope that's not an insult to call you middle-aged. Okay. Bye. I am a middle-aged guy. Who am I kidding? Oh, I'm so middle-aged. Yeah. I was middle-aged when I was 17. Yeah, I was I was middle-aged at a young age. But I'm, I'm still middle-aged. I'm actually, I'm hoping to just stay middle-aged forever. <laughs> <laughs> I've abused my body till it's aged prematurely. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just hoping I can I can stave it off at yeah. this point. I have listened to that podcast before, uh, the Paranormal Podcast. Uh, the guy is a completely credulous guy who just has people talk about. I mean, and they're all nonsense stu- stuff. They've had right. they've had like people who talk about vampires, people who talk about Bigfoot. It's not anything like like the thing about it is is those people are kooks, but you know they're on a forum where they can be kooky. Hey, yeah, this is uh, Travis calling from Utah. Just want to congratulate you guys on your 97th episode. Awesome. I'm looking really forward to episode 92 <laughs> next week. So, uh, yeah, congratulations. And uh, I want to give you guys a really warm, heartfelt glory hole from Utah. Thanks. That's awesome. Hey, Cecil and Tom. Captain Randall here from Sarasota. And I just wanted to call and wish you a happy 100th episode and say, glory hole, guys. I also have a message from the Dolphins. <laughs> I think they're a little unclear on the concept. I think they're saying blow hole. Let me just say that Dolphins do not appreciate it when you stick a penis in their <laughs> I'm just throwing that out hey, there. And not I, that I know from personal experience. That's anything, not what they're but... looking for. They shouldn't have named it a blow hole. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tom and Cecil. This is Miranda from South Louisiana. I believe my boyfriend and I are pretty much the only two atheist anti-theists in South Louisiana. But first off, I wanted to say glory hole and happy 100th episode. And I hope that you guys keep going until the second coming of Jesus. 
which is, we all know, never. So I hope you never stop. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Happy hundreds. Bye. Awesome. That's awesome. You know what I think is funny is that uh, I was thinking about this, like, like glory hole is specifically male gratification. Right. Like there is right. a there's, there's no, no female. version of a glory hole for a right. girl. I mean, how do you how do you tongue some girls gash through a hole? You know <laughs> oh what I mean? God. Like, like that's a, that's a little hard to do. There's got to be like maybe if there was like a seat or something that they have to sit on. I don't know. Like, how do you build a girl glory hole? It it would be rather involved. <laughs> call that the Sibian. <laughs> Tom. Cecil, I just want to say glory hole, and I want to say... What? I have no idea what's happening here. Is that the Tasmanian devil? I have no idea what's happening right now. Tom, am I tripping? If you are, I am. (laughs) Why is this happening? What is going on over there? Somebody needs to call 911 for that I know. Gentleman. Like, there clearly is something on fire. There so. is, there, there's been some horrifying accident. I have no idea what that was, but thank you. Anyway. I mean, what Pat Robertson is basically saying in your last episode is, okay, um, Africa has more miracles because we're smart. <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, all Pat Robertson is nowadays is perfect fodder. For atheists and progressives, I'm telling you, this guy, I know you guys don't like him, but I think we should keep him alive. I think we should do something <laughs> to just harness this potential within Pat Robertson that he probably isn't even, is, no one is even aware of. Just just a thought. King of cash money out. <laughs> I like his cash How money. the fuck do I have the power to keep him alive? <laughs> <laughs> He'll just pray his way back to life. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. I think I think you know Pat Robertson is a perfect Poe, and we've heard that many many times. That you know people don't they don't understand they, they don't get um, how somebody could be so clueless. And I think he really is. You know, he's one of those people you can point to and be like, I don't know if he's just punking everybody or not. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. And I actually agree because if you're the if you're the voice box of this sort of idiocy, and you you, you have a forum for this kind of nonsense, it's. It, this this only is advantage us. Everything he says, it's fucking point for us. I know. Like, there's nobody there's nobody posting Pat Robertson clips on their Facebook for real. Right. Like, being right. like, this is the truth. Like, there's yeah. nobody out there that does that. Wow, this guy makes so much sense. Yeah. You don't even have to go through a point-by-point rebuttal. You just listen to it, and you do that thing like a dog when you're giving it, like, when you whistle at a dog and, like, and turns, turns its, its head. head. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> <Zuh>? <laughs> Did, did you leave the line, the Skype line open, Tom? I, I don't think so. No, I, I think you did. I look in here, it looks like you did. I couldn't. I don't even know what that means. Leave you the Skype. You don't know what anything means, I'm... but I think it means that anyone can hop on and just talk. Oh, fuck. Thomas is on. Thomas Thomas from Thomas and the Bible is on. Disconnect. Disconnect it, Tom. I'm hitting Dis- all the buttons. I can't. Am I supposed to do something? Hey. Oh. Hey, Thomas, thanks for being on the show. Hey, no problem. All right. We've got Thomas from Thomas and the Bible. Did you bring the Bible, mm. or are we, do we just have half the show? Uh, I have uh, access to the web, and it. Uh, I think they finally got a digital Bible up there. Well, it's not complete. They're still <laughs> typing it. I don't he know. You can text the Bible, and the Bible will text back answers <laughs> to him. That's how it works. They've got one guy's typed most of the Bible into the Internet. I'm going to use what he has. I don't know. Yeah. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just going to trust him, too, to yeah. make sure that he types the it The age we live in, huh? Crazy. Yeah. 
I'm typing as fast as I can, guys. Yeah, I went it's to a, a message board book. and he has most of it up. So yeah, <laughs> message board. <laughs> is it a GeoCities? Yeah. Is that where you well, found yeah. that? What do you mean? Is it? Yeah. Of course. Fucking that shit's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, my AOL dial-up worked out real well for me. I got my fourteen four bar. Yeah. Um, this is. Uh, we wanted to talk to you about this uh, article from the Friendly Atheist blog. Oklahoma High School has Ten Commandments displays in every classroom. Wow. Not just in the school. Every fucking class. Science class? Oh, there's the Ten Commandments. Gym class? Gym <laughs> class? Every classroom. The Ten Fucking Commandments. And uh, evidently there's one atheist student in Oklahoma. It's probably the only atheist in Oklahoma. Say, atheist student. Just one is like complaining about yeah. it? Jeez. Anyway, sorry. You can't get anybody else behind him. <laughs> Jesus fucking squeaky wheel out there. What's going yeah. on? I like that this article, by the way, points out that the classrooms in Muldrow High School in Oklahoma, right near the border by Arkansas. <laughs> like, ah. Because that ain't helping. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Wait, do, do those two states border? I, I don't know. I got nothing. I've, I, have yep. no, I have no geography knowledge. Uh, this, yeah, I'm too busy with my Bible. I, I don't. It, it, uh, if, it's, if it's near Arkansas, my guess is the atheist population is near zero. <laughs> so, but I really, it sucks to be the fucking one guy in your school. Like, to be that fucking one guy is like, uh, you know, maybe if you only had like a dozen... Ten Commandments hanging up I know. around the school, uh, but really every classroom, like every. I wonder if, like, if you go to Spanish class, if it's all in Spanish. You know? <laughs> I was gonna say something like, uh, well, I don't know, are you done with the exposition, or you want to? Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, I... we're transitioning. <laughs> yeah, thanks for pointing that no, out. No, I that was great. Know, I appreciate I that. Stay. This is what we're gonna call the handoff. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I dropped the ball. I'm kicking it with my feet. I got it. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I, 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 I actually missed the detail at first that it's in every classroom. <laughs> like, what, do you, you know, do you really need, how about one classroom? Or I, I would love it if, like, some of them were different and they, like, just somebody snuck in, like, you know, thou shalt uh, constantly have recess or so just some, you know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. something like that. But uh, the things I was going to say about it was, first of all, so it essentially is like, you know, how dare you not be Christian is the sentiment of the school. And you know, what's funny is there's, when you say the 10 commandments, there really isn't a, the 10 commandments there. There are several right. versions and uh, I, I want to know which one they have. I, I didn't, I couldn't find it anywhere. Did, was there a picture that you guys saw? I don't know. I, I didn't see it. No. But like, how do you, I didn't read the whole article. I just read the uh, <laughs> headline. Fucking you read the you whole thing. You just read huh? enough to get outraged. And then you're like, ah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I do that too sometimes. But since, you know, I, since I was coming on your guys' show, I thought, you know, maybe try to prepare a little bit, but yeah. uh, <laughs> no, because in some of them, this is great. In some of them, the first commandment is I am the Lord, your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. How's that for a commandment? Like, uh, okay, I'll do that. Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, like, all right, I got that one. Yeah. <laughs> I got that one down. I'm totally doing that one. It's hard to violate that <laughs> yeah, commandment fr- in any way. It's like way. one of those fortune cookies that's not a fortune. You know, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> happiness isn't free. You're just like, 
fucking what do I? Yeah. So what's happening tomorrow? I mean, do I bet <laughs> on the like, horses or not? I don't know what not? to do in my life until you tell me what you know. That's nothing. So in order to break that commandment, you actually have to enslave the houses of Israel or something. Like <laughs> you have to like change the past. Yeah, you gotta like. I don't know what you have to do. You have to get in God's head and like convince him that that's not true. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So I'm pretty good at that one. Yeah. I'm pretty. It should be. It should be like the t- the nine commandments slash one kind of pointless statement. It should be that. Yeah. But that in and, and like number two slash maybe one slash three depending. You know, like I said, depending on who what you know what version you're going with. Uh, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. How isn't isn't that all you do in school all day is just like make little images of stuff and kind of you know like that rule by the way is a, when you read it in the bible it sounds a little restrictive you just can't make any images of anything like it, it it really does sound like that when you read it it's been a while since i was at that point in my reading but i remember at the time thinking like aren't we violating this constantly yeah. like you can't even make a picture of something it's weird you can't play pictionary kindergarten at all. you no, play pictionary oh God, no. you're that's <laughs> In some in some churches, that's actually the first commandment. It just says like, "Thou shalt not." No pictionary. It says, "Thou shalt not play pictionary slash I am the Lord your God." Like they just snuck it into yeah. one kind of st- <laughs> statement. Yeah. Like, did you do your PowerPoint presentation? Mmm, graven images. So I'm gonna have to opt out of that for religious reasons. I'll take my diploma now. Right. Thank yeah. You, you can only much. do and under these commandments. You can only do just text in your PowerPoint. It's just like the boringest. Like it's totally. <laughs> You might as well use an overhead projector. Like, there's no, like, the whole... You can't even have the <laughs> words, like, fly in from the outside. You, just, you <laughs> yeah. can't even do, yeah, like, someone, a special dissolve Someone started to add an animation, yeah. and they just lit on they fire. Just, <laughs> it was, like, just, just completely anti Aren't the first anything. three commandments, like, any, like something like, there's no God other than me most of the time? Yeah, pretty much. That's, <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, they, they exactly. It's like... Uh, like I said, so it's it's uh, you shall have no other gods before me. So okay, uh, you shan't uh, shall not make any graven images, and then you shall not take the Lord of the uh, name of the Lord in vain. Uh, slash mess up the commandments when you're reading them on a podcast. Yeah. You should not do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. No one does that, and that's what that's going to be a commandment hanging in your school like how how nuts is that how are you even going to read it on the sabbath day you're not even in school on the sabbath day <laughs> you got to remember yeah. <laughs> gotta... <laughs> that is that what they do like every friday they're like guys commandment four you know come on everyone <laughs> don't have to fear tomorrow i i love that the first three commandments too are all about god being kind of a jealous prick yeah exactly and then he throws one in there for you not to covet <laughs> it's like I can be a jealous ass motherfucker. I you you get you ever have you bring any other gods into this fucking house without talking to me. But you know, your neighbor's wife, I know she's hot. Eyes <laughs> also, away, eyes away, I, eyes away, motherfucker. I love all these how about all these like third graders who are like shall not cover covet their neighbor's wife? Like uh <laughs> Do you mean like the kid sitting next to me? Because he's not really you know like he's not married. He's can married. I cover you? Know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you and, like, you can covet until they get married. Also, our- So, like, you can covet the fuck out that girl, like, while she's engaged. No problem. Yeah. No sweat. It's just right there at the ceremony. Like, then you got to stop coveting. Like, cease and desist all coveting. <laughs> yeah, I wonder moment. if they have a big problem with number six or slash five. I don't even know. I can't find what the normal version is. But I just have the Wikipedia, if you go to it, has this cool chart of, like, all the different 
versions. But anyway, it's number five slash six or something. Uh, yeah. Shall not commit adultery. I wonder like how many like, you know, second graders are like, oh, f- fuck, man. I totally committed adultery this weekend. Teacher's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Come in, like do confession or something. Yeah, um, like you have to stand up in front of the class and tell them which commandments you broke over. the. I murdered some kid over the weekend. <laughs> That's what their version of show and tell yeah. is at, at that school. They <laughs> you like, have to write an essay or like your little theme on what you broke this week. Right. Sort of. But the essay has to be under a thousand words because, you know, pictures worth a thousand words and then it would be a graven <laughs> image. And then you're fucked again. <laughs> you're just, you're totally screwed. It's like a thousand and one words. Like, mm motherfucker, graven image. The adultery thing, wouldn't you think that would inevitably lead to questions of like, yeah, like you, you're not giving them sex ed, right? right. Like because you're in Oklahoma and you're a fucking backward ass hillbilly abstinence only shit education. So you got like, don't commit adultery. What's adultery? I can't tell you. I, no, I bet you I they. I bet you they totally it. use that for other stuff. They're like, I, I mean, you can't, you know, th- use your ruler there to make that noise you're making during <laughs> class. You little shit. That's adultery. Yeah, that's. Asking the teacher stupid questions is adultery. You're going to hell. You're adulterating our fucking classroom, you little shit. I assume everything just ends with you little shit if you're a teacher. Or at least in your head, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe they don't say that, but that's what I would be thinking. They definitely mean it. They definitely mean it. Now, on your podcast right now, you're in Second Kings right now. Oh, thank you for telling me. And so Second Kings is really crazy, though. So I wonder if they might introduce some things from Second Kings also in... In the school, oh since they're God. you know they're trying to stick other things, you know they're sticking the commandments on the wall. Maybe they're going to do some things from Second Kings. Now there was some bears that ate some kids up. Maybe they'll change the disciplinary measures of the school. Maybe the superintendent <laughs> will hire. Ooh, yeah, bears. you better watch out for bald teachers. Yeah. <laughs> Any bald teacher gets made fun of. They get eaten by bears. Yeah. That's totally in. Is that Second Kings? I thought that was the last chapter, but either way, it's in one of the kings. Yeah, we'll just call it kings. Yeah, it's in one of the Be kings. Safe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but also Kings is just the boringest shit. Like it's more boring than school. Like that's <laughs> if, they had, if they had second Kings in the classroom, it'd be like, oh, I, I every kid would be like, I had a slight chance of fucking staying awake, but now I got not. There's no <laughs> They're way. They're all dropping just, out at age seven. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't read, uh, you know, the same sentence that's at the end of every single like verse now oh. in Second Kings is. And wasn't the, as for what else this guy did, wasn't it written in Chronicles? Like it says that at the end of every paragraph. It's like, I don't know. Was it like, why are you mad? They're like mad at me for reading their book. They're like, what? Like the way they read, they word it. It's like, why are you you asking more about this king? Like it was, guy, I I wrote it in this other, you know, chapter. Like, come on. Now, weird. here's a second, another Second Kings thing that you just recently put over because it's Second Kings six twenty nine, and I'm going to read it directly here. It says, "So we boiled my son and did not eat him, and <laughs> said unto her on the next day, Give thy son that we may eat him, and she hath hid her son." I wonder if this is like the new school lunch program they're talking about. <laughs> oh man, did you you caught that episode? Yeah. That was the weirdest thing. <laughs> And, and it, what, it's the only thing that, that I have going for me with this Bible is that it's this, this book is, oh my God, it's bad. The last two, they're just so repetitive. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. And then they tell me I should be reading Chronicles. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but then occasionally there's these weird, like the bear. Yeah, the bear. And then that, yeah. that woman who boiled her son. <laughs> like, they just stick these things at the end, I think, to just check if you're awake. Like, yeah. 
Because it, it totally, I don't know if you want me to tell that little story, but yeah, this, this woman, they, there, there's a problem with famine in the land. And this, it's rare that I actually remember something from the Bible, by the way. You should feel lucky that I remember yeah. what story you're talking about. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it, it's recent enough yeah. at this point that it hasn't He's actually He actually got that video. from my live broadcast I'm, I'm concurrently doing with your show. Like, I'm, do, I'm, I'm currently saying that in my yeah. podcast. That's the only reason I remember it. No, there's this, this woman who comes to the king, and there's famine, right? And she goes, I, 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 I got it. You got to fix this problem for me. Tell me what, you know, what I should do. So me and this other woman, we're starving, right? And this woman's like, so, hey, I, you know how we're starving. Yeah, I'm starving. You're starving. We're all starving. Hey, uh, let's, let's boil your kid and we'll eat him. And then, and then tomorrow we'll boil my kid. Like, obviously, you know, we got to boil one today, one tomorrow. But yours is first. Yeah. But yours is first. Well, you, you know, go first. it's 50-50. Like, wait, one way or the other, we let's go with yours. We flipped a kid to see which way it would go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Whichever one lands on its head, that we might as well boil it anyway, because <laughs> it's already dead. Yeah. And, uh, and, so, and so they eat the kid. And I love how matter-of-factly she is, is about that. She's like, so we boiled my kid. Like, so we did that. <laughs> so that happened. And then she's like, but then the next day, <laughs> we try to... You know, I would go up to the woman. I'm like, hey, 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 want to boil your kid? That was a delicious kid yesterday. And she says, no. Come on. Like, what did you know? I just had kid yesterday. I cannot. I don't, what do you think? Yeah. I'm so full from your baby. <laughs> oh, like, man. You're like cleaning your teeth yeah. with like one of their little finger bones, like picking the yeah. meat. I go, oh, hang on, man. I, I just cannot eat any more baby. Kid, you know, I can't mm. eat any more baby. But just the just, idea that that story could even exist seriously as though it was a real th- like it isn't that just mind numbing like that 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 a person could be that that's a, that's the people that made up the society at this time who supposedly no, worship this guy you know like Thomas you're, you're taking it too literally <laughs> you have to look into that and see that this is a life lesson oh. and you have to recognize that the bible is a series of life lessons they're metaphors i can't believe you don't get this oh. they're metaphors about baby eating right no, yeah that's not because right. that can't a... be what fucking lesson would you i always love that argument it's like ah you, you know you can't take it literally oh okay well what uh, what's it about that <laughs> exactly oh it's a metaphor for what like what I, there's no, I just said it was a metaphor to dismiss it. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Well, maybe you can... I actually was going to bring that up because they got the Ten Commandments, right? I can't get this straight because maybe there are people in our country who are super into the Old Testament, but I think for the most part, Christians, uh, you know, liberal Christians, and, and even most, just most Christians in our country don't really listen to the Old Testament. They certainly don't do anything that it says. They might try to pull out the... Uh, you know, God hates fags verse, like they might pull that out, but they're not doing all the other stuff that's frequently quoted, like the shellfish and the, you know, haircuts, like nobody does any of that. So, but yet the, the 10 commandments are in the old Testament. So like, I don't get it. Is it, do we, are you counting the old Testament or not? Cause if, cause if the old Testament counts, let me tell you, it's game on. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of things we can make fun of if the old Testament counts, <laughs> but whenever you try to make fun of something from the old Testament, they're like, Oh, come on, man. It's all about Jesus. You know, it's got nothing to do. The Bible's that you're reading the Old Testament. Don't do that. So, which is it? You know what I think they should post in the school is uh, Ezekiel twenty three, verses nineteen through twenty. Yeah, because I think this would be a great lesson. Like in every classroom, it has to be in every classroom in order for this to really be effective. You know, mm-hmm. um, yet she increased her prostitution, <laughs> remembering the days of her youth when she engaged in prostitution in the land of Egypt. 
She lusted after their genitals as large as those of donkeys, <laughs> and their seminal emissions were as strong as those of stallions. Teacher, what's adultery? <laughs> yeah, the kid's like, I'm, I, I'm clear with the whole seminal emission thing, but what's adultery? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I just think it would clear up a lot of confusion in the classroom. No, yeah, like when you're you working know. on geometry or whatever. and you, Yeah, no, I, I see it. I'm with you. You're like, yeah. although it would set up unrealistic expectations for the ladies. Like, mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not quite as large of a donkey. Yeah, mm. all these like teenage boys would be like, "Man, my seminal emissions are definitely not that big." <laughs> <laughs> is she like be an inferiority complex. The donkeys, yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, they go find donkeys. Like we gotta check just how like big this is. You know, we gotta, I want to see what I'm up against. But it could really clear things up when you're like, so which part of speech is the, you know, that modifies nouns? Point to that, point to that, you know, point to that quote. Donkeys, seminal missions. Oh, okay, I got it. Thanks. That quote, uh, you know, that one, that verse always helps. Always helps clear up the lesson, whatever it is. So, Thomas, you're continuing on. You've been striving, you've been striding through the Bible at an epic pace here. So when do you think you're going to be done? God, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, it's so long. Him. It's so long. I can't. Well, you really nailed your timeline. I, I, it's probably going to be like three years at least. Oh my god! At this pace, unless somehow I, you know, come into some inheritance and can do it more. But I got to work. I got other podcasts. You know, I got I got life ambitions that are more than just reading the fucking Bible, <laughs> which is more than I could say for a lot of people. Oh, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So if people were going to find your podcast, where would they do it? I think the best place right now is to go to the Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash T and the B. And I also have another show that I've been working on that I'm really liking called Two for Flinching. You can find that on iTunes um, or uh, facebook.com slash 24 flinching. Oh, one final thing. One final plug, if you don't mind. Um, I'm Twittering now. I'm tweeting. And I, I started doing it through the uh, two for flinching Twitter. So it's at WW 24 flinching, but I then quickly realized that I just have a lot of stuff. I want to tweet all the time, like jokes and stuff. So I'm just tweeting, like I'm just tweeting jokes and I would love some more followers to enjoy my tasty jokes. They're delicious. <laughs> we'll make sure no, we'll make sure yeah. to put your Twitter and uh, and links to your podcasts on, uh, on this episode of uh, cognitive dissonance episode 100. That's why you guys are pros. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're the best. Thanks for joining hey. us, Thomas. We appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for being on, man. I lost my boyfriend tragically um, a few years ago. They never found him. And I've had such a hard time since every day. The reason why you didn't find him is because he's in water. And to find him in water, it's like the girl that's missing in Aruba. You can't find somebody. Well, it was September 11th. There was no, he was a fireman, but. Is there any way he could have drowned in water some way? They never found a piece of him. Nothing. From 9-11. Because he, he says he couldn't breathe and he was filled with water. Good fucking Christ, Tom. This podcast has been and will continue to be a great deal of work for me. I, you know, Cecil, I recognize that. And I, I got to tell you, I feel similar. Like, I, I feel your pain. I've put in <laughs> at least, it's got to be up to 
four, maybe five minutes worth of work this month. Yeah, the, the time that you've put in is walking to your computer. Yeah, I, listen. Like, that's I, the No, I, I hear what you're saying. I do. Look, but I'm telling you, I'm going to have to scale back. You scale back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you, know, you know what you're going to need. You're probably going to need some vacation time, too, right? Yeah, I, this, this has just become... Way too much of a commitment for me, Cecil. I don't know that it could be any smaller of a commitment. It's like a quantum of a commitment right now. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, Cecil. Were you saying something? <laughs> Look, let's just let's just get our guests on. I'm fucking exhausted. I'm. Yeah, we don't want you to do any more work. You, so you've got to have something else to bounce off of. I've I I am done. Yeah, you're gonna take a nap while we're talking. <laughs> Just wake me when I wake me for the accolades. All right, fair enough. So we've got Andy and Mike Marshall on from. Uh, well, you know it's it's actually hard to introduce you guys because you guys do too much shit. It's, I was thinking about this earlier. How do you, how do you pass it off? How do you hand off to people and say, oh, you know, for us it's easy. It's like oh, I got Tom who only does one fucking thing with his life. Oh, that's great. We can remember that. Well, I've got Andy and Mike Marshall from the Merseyside Skeptics, from Skeptics with a K, from Incredulous. And then from that point on, I'm just going to give it to you guys, all the other shit that you guys do. Well, that's the important stuff. The rest of it's all pretty boring. Yeah, we do a conference. Yeah, we fight homeopathy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We do a boring. Yeah, yeah, just a little thing called QED, yeah. you know, minor. Right. Yeah insubstantial yeah and andy plays the saxophone so you know andy's got a lot going on too <laughs> yeah that's right would you like to hear a little no no, no. aggressively no. no yeah is there a fuck you then <laughs> fuck you <laughs> from across the water no one has ever answered yes to that question and yet no one's ever got out of the conversation without hearing a little saxophone <laughs> i had to uh, i had to force my audience at qed to listen to it this year oh. I, I love the idea with the saxophone she's like I just happen to have it with me. Like, <laughs> fucking three feet long and made of brass. Oh, I leave I, just... I leave them out in my office for decorative reasons. <laughs> yeah. It's certainly not for fucking musical reasons, Andy. I've heard you play it. <laughs> People come in and they say, oh, you play the saxophone, that's really cool. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you play me something? No, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't not. actually know anything. Well, thank you guys for so being on. how are you guys doing? How are you doing? A hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah. It's Fuck exciting. me! You know that. <laughs> well, come on over then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know that now that you've reached the three figures, you guys only have to you, you get to do like one second less of actual content in your show because you'd be spending the extra time saying the extra digit worth of of numbers at the start. Yeah. So the longer you go on, the better it gets for you. I mean, by the time you get into the thousands, you're only doing half a show. It, it just gets better and better. People just tune in to hear you say a number. Thousands. Yeah, Lazy bastards. We're at 100. I've already run out of things to say. Are you fucking kidding me? That's why we have to have you bastards on. Yeah. <laughs> right? No kidding. So did you save, have you saved us? Are we the best guests? Oh, absolutely. Best yeah, absolutely. I mean, how could you think yeah. otherwise? I'm offended you would even ask the question. I'm surprised you got yeah, me Deepak too. Chopper me on the show, to be honest, ahead of us. That was a, <laughs> a real surprise. I just did not see that coming. And I thought Dwayne Gish was dead. It's remarkable <laughs> work getting him back. Well, guys, I sent you guys a story, uh, or rather mm. Cecil did. I did nothing, mm. as mm. is my want. Um, we sent you guys a story, we, the papal we, um, from yeah. doubtfulnews.com. Um, and this relates to the... Uh, Missing teens Amanda Berry and Gina De Jesus and Michael Knight, um, who were found recently <laughs> in Ohio. Sure, surely that's Michelle. 
What's that? Would not be Michelle Knight. Oh, Michelle Knight. My- fucking, I, I can't <laughs> yeah. read stuff. Michael, Michael Knight was David Hasselhoff from Knight Rider. Oh, that was from Knight Rider. No, guys, guys, this is how we pronounce it in the oh, States. Yeah. It's yeah. Michael. Did, okay. did, this these is how three you girls, did these three girls escape in a talking car? Is that how that worked? <laughs> they used the turbo boost to jump out the door back into the back of a semi. Yeah, they were Michael, saved. Michael, I really think we should get out of this house, Michael. <laughs> I really think we should get... Don't get in the car, Michael. We already have a fucking car, Michael. A talking car, Michael. Oh, man. That's just fucking awful. I'm surprised um, the neighbors didn't see these girls uh, in, the, in the basement the whole time with that red light going across and back. Man, that Castro guy's having another rave down there. Look at the blinking lights. Yeah. <laughs> that guy just goes, he just goes all night. I mean, there is no stop. Well, there, he, there is no stopping that guy. But uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> the, these, these girls, you know, Amanda Berry's mother mm. um, consulted the renowned psychic. Sylvia Brown on the Montel Williams show because when you're really in need of help, that's who you go to is a psychic on the Montel fucking Williams show. Um, although I don't criticize the mom with any real alacrity. I mean, it's not, she's fucking desperate. Mm. It's not her fault. Um, and Sylvia Brown basically told the mother, I mean, that the, the, her daughter was dead. Turns out she was mistaken. I mean, she, she's, de- she's, you know, you can't criticize the mum because she's desperate, but clearly the case wasn't big enough for her to get on Oprah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nice. Well, the, the, the other problem, I mean, Tom Cruise takes up all the couch space mm. jumping up and down and shouting out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult. You know, like when, right. when, when you're so desperate, you're turning to like a third rate, like, talk show at like the high end of of the spectrum on uhf i guess where i I first found like montel williams i guess remember like when your tv still clicked with a knob you know and you had to like switch it over from vhf to uhf and that's how you find montel williams and that's how he gets i mean then and then his guest is sylvia brown and then you're like hmm I wonder what she has to say. Yeah, it's not It's not where yeah. I'd re- advise people going. The kid's dead, honey. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's dead. <laughs> Holy cow, we have Sylvia on the line. That's amazing. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I, I thought it was the least I could do with all the recent publicity. <laughs> Your honey. voice is clearing up nicely, Sylvia. That's great. You must have stopped smoking. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> well, I... I kind of stop. I, I have it in my neck now. <laughs> you know, I have one of those traceotomy. She sounds like she has one of those with- like electronic voice boxes that she touches to her neck. <laughs> she she also sounds like she's forgetting exactly where in America she's from, and it's just <laughs> just kind of going for the general area of America. Hey, hey, Michael, honey, your career's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually think Sylvia Brown's come out of this story. I think she I think the criticism she's been getting is a bit harsh. I think she's she's actually quite <laughs> misunderstood because she said that you know that Amanda Berry was dead and it turns out she wasn't dead and everyone is assuming that when Sylvia Brown said she's dead, she means that she was deceased, she was no longer alive. But what people don't realize <laughs> yeah, that Sylvia Brown actually talks in a a very um sh- a, a highly complicated system of shorthand abbreviations and when she says dead she actually meant definitely either abducted or disappeared. <laughs> it's just a, a really unhelpful initialism uh, that she's chosen. She needs a better acronym. It's similar when she says, you know, the kid is someone's kidnapped. 
and then it turns out that the kid died the night that they were kidnapped. When she says kidnapped, she's saying, kid is dead, not anywhere, probably perished early December. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> specific... And, and like, there, was, there was a case in 1999. Brown, she told um, Audrey Sandiford that her six-year-old granddaughter, Opal Joel Jennings, had been taken from Texas to Japan and sold into slavery. And it actually turned out that Opal had died the night of her abduction. Now, when Sylvia said yeah. sold into slavery... <laughs> Trust me on this. She was actually speaking in shorthand, and what she was saying was, someone's little daughter is not thriving or surviving like another very early retirement, you see? <laughs> that one's a little of a stretch. The other two were good. That one's stretching just a little. Just a little. Wow. Well, that that has demonstrated more preparation <laughs> and dedication to the show that you are a guest on than I have done in 100 episodes. That is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Well, she did exactly the same thing with Holly Cruson. She did exactly the same thing. She's dead, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and um... why, do, why do you take advice from someone who sounds like Beetlejuice? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, the, the way you get advice out of Sylvia Brown is that you uh, you have to say her name three times. <laughs> Sylvia Brown, Sylvia Brown, Sylvia. And she appears in front of you, and uh, she's got a tiny shrunken head. Right. <laughs> well, actually, actually, it, it was the other way around with Holly Cruson. So what we've got to say is instead of, the kid's dead, the kid's still alive. I'm not sure which sounds yeah. more creepy. <laughs> but she told, she was good enough to tell her mother that her, her child was alive and a dancer in an, an adult entertainment nightclub in Las Vegas. Oh, no. I don't have an acronym oh. for that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dancer sorry, in an adult... No, <laughs> give, give me a couple of days, I'll come back to you. <laughs> yeah. But as Mars says, she'd been killed pretty much as she was abducted, oh. you know. She has got a train wreck, a wake behind her of, uh, of bullshit claims. A fucking... Re- wake of them. you know the thing I, I i wonder is is why is she doing this in particular because we'd like i don't know if you guys know who the long island medium is but she's really popular on television over here and she's this she's this what do you guys know who this is have you ever heard of her i've heard the I've name heard of her. Yeah, heard so, of her. so she, they, yeah. she has this there's a there's a, a channel called tlc it's a cable channel here and this woman goes around and basically they show her giving readings and of course it's edited so you know ne- and it's all cold reading techniques she'll walk up to people that are like 70 yeah. and be like has your mother passed and you're like yeah no fucking kidding lady you know like there's I no way I, this woman is still Yes. But I think I've heard of TLC. Don't they run like a lot of the very sort of so they run like the Big Bang Theory and they run uh, Friends, uh, <laughs> but they don't run the one that Zach Braff was in because TLC they don't want no scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where he was going to go with that. I was like, no, that's a different. No, you're right. Absolutely, yeah. They don't want any scrubs at all. No scrubs. So no. anyway, the uh, the deal is is that she goes around, she does all this stuff, but she never. She never puts herself out there like Sylvia does. Like Sylvia, I think this is a this is this is what Sylvia did was go on these talk shows and talk to people who disappeared and give them definitive answers on on mm. something that is actually testable. You know what I mean? Like this is a testable yeah. claim. The other people are just like, "Oh, your mom, she's giving you a hug right now. She's got her arms around you and she's giving you a kiss on the cheek and she says, "Don't worry, you'll see me in heaven." And it's like that's like the innocuous sort of like bullshit that people need to hear to sort of get over grief, which I still think is harmful because I think they're mm. emotional vampires, but I don't think that they're yeah. that it's as harmful as saying, you know, "Yeah, you lost your your kid last week at the fucking mall. Um yeah, he's getting gang raped by six kids right now you know what i mean like it's like like there's a there's a definite harm there that sylvia put in that other people have not 
Yeah, and the, the tragedy of the, the whole Amanda Barry thing is that after her mum had heard from Sylvia that she was dead, um, I know that she said she was like 98%. Uh, she believed uh, Sylvia Brown was uh, accurate to a, a rate of 98%. So I'm 98% certain that she's correct that my daughter's dead. And her mum died before yeah. her daughter was ever uncovered, ever found. And that, that is fucking heartbreaking. What's the harm with psychics? You've got to wonder, too, like, why does she keep getting appearances? She's clearly got, I mean, 98%. Are you fucking kidding me? She's wrong so much. Mm, mm. She is so wrong so frequently, and she still gets... I mean, it just proves that all you have to do is just be a psychic in the sense that you just say, I am a psychic, yeah. and somebody will shit a paycheck at you. What, think... what possible impetus to have her on the show? Like, you're sitting around, you're, like, brainstorming at Montel Williams Central, like, the, <laughs> the fucking boardroom, that like, the mahogany table. Ever, ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. He's got very complicated headquarters, he's yeah. got runners, he's got writers, they're all sat around, whiteboards, lattes... It's actually inside a volcano. Yeah, yeah, like that, it is. the whole it is. thing. It's inside. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think all these things are inside of volcanoes. Actually, well, you got to do something you know, with they, all they, those they, volcanoes. Yeah, I mean, what, what else are they going to do? They're this going to waste everywhere without it. Yeah. Well, the the real estate is just. I mean, it's it's taken off. You know, it's at, the, the the volcano real estate industry is just exploded. I think he was just <laughs> <recently>. <laughs> nice, nice. I think he was just screwed. Don't by work a, yourself up into a lava. I now. think uh, yeah, he was just screwed by a particularly ballsy estate agent. He was like, yes, very roomy, uh, original features. <laughs> uh, central heating comes as standard, you know, the, the heating yeah, building. Sorry, heating. Yeah. 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 Oh, we'll just put a window unit over here. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll cool it right down. No problem. But Bonto, he always wondered why, whenever he went to view the house before he bought it in the volcano, they only let him stay for like six-tenths of a second before yeah. he... Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so the, that, that's the view. Uh, we can come back another time if you're not quite sure of it just yet. If you're not quite dead just yet. So just just on the testable nature of Sylvie Brown's claims, you're right, she does put herself out there, and there was a piece of research done um, where 115 of her claims, testable claims, about missing people were uh, audited. And in 25 of these, she was found to be completely wrong, and in none of the others had she offered anything that would be useful in identifying remains or perpetrators. So she's 100% useless. That's not a great even if strike she's not rate, really, is it? Wrong. <laughs> It's an awful strike. I mean, rate. you'd want to be upwards she... of, of, of 0%, really. You'd, you'd, you'd be yeah, upwards of the 0% mark. You'd want that to be a non zero value. Mm. Yeah. Aim high. You know, just so 1%. As, as minimum thresholds go, zero is definitely. I mean, like, you just have to clear that bar. It's, it's like saying, like, we're going to have a race. It starts at the couch, it finishes at the couch, and you don't have to get up. Go! Um, I still and you still fucking lost. Like you still are like mm, default. I'm just gonna hey, forfeit. Hey guys, she has a, a hypnosis training center. Did you know that? What? She, okay, uh, she, hold on, hold in, on. Before in, you in, continue, can you think of a least a less soothing voice than Sylvia Brown to try to put you? <laughs> you are feeling very sleepy. Okay, you are feeling very, very you're sleepy. Feeling it's sleepy. like getting hypnotized by Oscar the Grouch. Like, <laughs> just relax. Just relax. Why don't you seem very relaxed? Watch the swaying of the pendulum, honey. <laughs> Says like, and she's got those big starey eyes. Oh gosh. Oh dear. <laughs> she's got a fucking hypnosis training center. Yeah. 
it's on her website, but that's not the most interesting thing on her appalling website at the moment. She has a section which is um, devoted to videos. So you click on that section, and obviously there's a first result that comes up in the window, and then you've got multiple videos below it. So that first result was only posted a couple of days ago, and it is a summary from her open inverted commas, correct close inverted commas, predictions from the Montel Williams show. Mm. Another video, which is the second result, was posted only a few days ago also, and in a similar vein is a a, a supposed um, verification of a reading that she did on the Montel Williams show. Every other video, and there are 28 in total, is like a, a, a talking heads piece that's got... It, it's nothing like these two videos. So, And the last one was posted last year. So she has cynically, in the last couple of days, posted two videos which appear to show her in a good light <laughs> as far as predictions are concerned. Mm, How yeah. fucking cynical is that? <laughs> well, it's because of the backlash that happened. I had heard that on Facebook and other places she had been attacked ruthlessly by the online community because yeah. of this in particular. Well, People she deserved had, it. You know, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. She fucking deserves, deserves it. I mean, she's it, yeah. a, you guys can't say it, but I will. She's a fucking fraud. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? And she's getting called out as a fraud. So, you know, by a ton of people in in uh, on the online community and that this is this is just her pushback to try to say, well, one time I mm. was right or something. Yeah, absolutely. But how, the timing is so cynical. The timing is right. so yeah, cynical. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just an attempt to say like I don't want my stock, my personal stock and my paychecks to go down. So yeah. I've got to do something to try to reconvince the world that maybe I was okay. I was wrong on this one, and I and I actually heard her con- or saw her comment on Facebook. She's like, "Hey, nobody can be right a hundred percent of the time." Fuck you! And it's like you're talking to the dead for fuck's right. sake. You've got magic powers. Mm. You fucking magic <laughs> powers. Like, why isn't that right a hundred percent of the time? <laughs> Are you if fucking it's not, kidding I me? I want my magic power refund. Well, God damn it! At the time, one percent of the time, she's got a zero yeah, percent hit Yeah, it can't be right more than not percent of the time. Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine <laughs> if that worked in science? Like, if you were just like, "Hey, how'd the litmus test work out?" You know what's fucking wrong this time? <laughs> I, ran the limit. I don't fucking know. I don't get it. Well, you can't be. You know, it doesn't work a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> it doesn't work any percent of the time. Well, I, I, so. was, I was fucking... trying to imagine a meeting with my boss. I work in sales, and I'm expected to make predictions all the time and say what deals will come in, when they'll come in, and how big they'll be. So, if there's any doubt about those results, I have to reveal it and discuss it. And if there's any risks, I'm expected to have anticipated them and mitigated them. And most of the deals have to come in. So I was trying to visualise a situation where I'd achieved the same level of accuracy as Brown <laughs> and used the same excuses with my boss. So it would go something like, uh, Look, boss, I'm sorry. Honey, honey, I missed every single prediction. The business is dead. I'm sorry that I missed all the deals and I hadn't told you that would fall until now. But, you know, only God is right all the time. <laughs> The best part is your boss is totally soothed by that voice. So he's like, no problem. She's the worst fucking medium, cynical, clairvoyant ever. Anyway, listen. She's she's, a terrible human being. Now, listen. Yeah, absolutely. I I am host of Incredulous, the fantastic satirical panel show where I ask my guests questions. And I've brought a couple of questions from her website. So a little gift for your 100th episode. Now, if you are sensible enough to subscribe to her inner circle, I don't know which part of the anatomy that is. They're all kind of circles, though. I mean, like, it's sort of a series of concentric circles. Like a lamprey mouth. (laughs) 
But uh, it's only $5.95. I encourage everybody to ignore that. <laughs> but um, for your uh, delectation, um, the, if you pay that five ninety five a month, you get to submit questions, which she may or may not answer on the website. Ooh, what a treat. So I've got some of the... No, no peeking at the website. I've uh, got some of the questions and answers, and I'm going to read a couple of answers, and I want you to tell me what the writer wrote in and asked her. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So uh, here's your first one. Uh, so uh, you'll know it's Sylvia talking for the obvious reason. Your husband leaves <laughs> coins and sends birds. <laughs> These are signs that he is around you. He also comes to you around 3 a.m. <laughs> so, so what could the question possibly have been? Someone who leaves coins and birds. Uh, Sends birds, yeah. You can get birds, birds out of them birds. at 3 a.m. Is it, is yeah. it, was the question asked by Colonel Sanders' your window. wife? So, <laughs> it's 3 a.m., take away chicken. <laughs> I think that's, I, that's what I'd go with. Absolutely. Did, okay. So, if it is Colonel Sanders' wife, I hope the question asked, <laughs> what is the secret blend of herbs and spices? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's incorrect. I lost my husband last May. I've had a tough time with it. I used to feel him around me all the time. Hey, Okay. Especially uh, around 3 a.m. I've just got one more. Okay, now get this. Um, so this is the answer. You've got to guess the question. In a past life, your son was in the Civil War on the northern side. He was stuck by a sabre and wounded. While he's asleep at night, go into his room and talk to him and tell him to release this and tell him the experience has nothing to do with now. <laughs> so what could Becky T of Michigan have asked? My, my son is, is, a, is a rabid Civil War reenactor and I'd like him to stop. <laughs> if it, I'm concerned about my son's nocturnal emissions. What can I do? <laughs> I presume Becky T... Uh, must be the mother of Mr. T. So I presume the question she asked is, uh, why can't I get my son to, to show pity? Uh, and, yeah. and, and why, why is, is he, he not getting on any planes, fool? Why is he scared of getting on a plane, fool? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Well, actually, this, was, uh, this, this lady wanted to know, I think my nine-year-old son is burdened by cell memories from past lives that impact his behaviour negatively. What? Yes. I'm, no, un- I'm unsure true. to investigate this to see if I can help him in any way. He has a tremendously huge heart. Uh, but um, sounds like a saber in the middle of it. Is that sickness? Like an enlarged heart? (laughs) (laughs) Part of his chest is like bulging out. You gotta run a saber through that thing. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta lance the heart, sweetie. (laughs) It's the only way he'll feel at home. (laughs) He'll be happy in his next life. Oh, there's all sorts you sound of shit like, like that. When you do that, you sound like Zool from Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, th- thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So uh, you just gave the listeners a taste of your show. Could you tell listeners a, a little bit about your show and where they could find it, Andy? Uh, well, if you go on to the uh, – there's a thing called the internet. And okay. if you type right. in incredulous with a K, incredulous with a K. Uh, you'll find uh, our show Incredulous, which is a satirical panel show where we uh, encourage our guests to swear and be rude to people. Yeah, the, awesome. We've been on it several times as a result of that uh, minimum requirement. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, Michael, we're, uh, we're, 
I know that you do a blog. You also do two podcasts. Uh, what, where could the listeners find you? Uh, the best place to go will be just to the uh, Merseyside Skeptic Society's website. That's merseysideskeptics.org.uk. And you can find links there to uh, Skeptics with a K, one of the podcasts, and Be Reasonable, our other slightly more mature and grown-up uh, podcast uh, that we do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you find all our stuff from there, really. And if you want to know more about QED, go to qedcon.org. Thanks, guys, for coming on the show. It was awesome. It's a pleasure. Congratulations on 100 episodes, guys. Well done. So we got a bunch of other email that we want to talk about. Um, The first thing we want to talk about, Tom, is the sexual impulses uh, thing we were talking about last week with Jake. Uh, Dumbass sent a message in, and uh, and I'm going to read it. It says, not sure if it would destroy society, but I figure if everybody really did give in to the, every fleeting sexual impulse, there would be a lot of people just running up and publicly groping random people they found attractive. This sounds like a bad thing, but I figure if all humanity suddenly lost its sexual impulse control, people would just get used to it and move on with their lives as best they could. <laughs> I love the idea of just being like... like the, the the groping nuisance. Like, it's almost like a fly. You're just walking down, you're like, oh, God. God damn it, I'm getting groped again. Hold on a minute, I'm getting groped. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> almost like, done. He'll finish and just... He's groped me before. Like it doesn't grab, take long. You, like, grab the water bottle and start spraying the person to get him away from you. <laughs> like trading a cat right. or a puppy. Like shake like the can of like coins. A, yeah. <laughs> You've got upside-down mouse traps on your back just to startle them when they come up and... <laughs> Fuck, what was that? You know, I have to say that I understand where you're going with this dumbass. I do. But I, I would also, uh, I, I would disagree. And I would disagree because I think for most people, um, seeing somebody attractive um, doesn't yield a sexual impulse, right? I think that you can see somebody and be sexually attracted to them. But in order for there to be a sexual impulse, a real genuine sexual impulse for most of us there's consent and reciprocity that's also desired right so if i see a very attractive woman and i might think to myself some awful terrible things <laughs> about no, it's the, i might i might think to myself like that's a woman i'd like to get to know better that's hey. a woman i would like to destroy society with. Right? <laughs> i could take down babylon with that one uh, fire up your fiddle, Nero, because we're going to trash this bitch. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, you see somebody, but, but, but the idea of touching somebody who doesn't want to be touched immediately is, you know, it, it, re- it takes the sexual desire, you know, knob and, and cranks that thing down to zero, which is, I think, the reason people don't actually touch. I, th- I think, think people you know, refrain from touching attractive people because they're worried about the social or legal implications. I think most people refrain from just randomly groping those that they're initially attracted to because, you know, they just, they want to be desired back. They want to touch people that consent to their touch and would like to be touched by them, you know? So I think that the, that you actually don't have sexual impulses that that yield any fruit, you know, without consent and reciprocity yeah i think i think you can you know i mean i think sexual fantasies i think have to have that sort of feeling in it like i'm going to you know i'm i'm not only going to engage in sex but they're going to want to engage in sex with me i totally agree with you like it's not there's no like 
it, it just would feel icky. Like, I mean, it's just yeah, like, right. it, like your, my brain would stop halfway there and just be like, what are you doing? That's weird. <laughs> stop that. You know, like, I mean, it just feels, it feels odd. So I totally agree with you, Tom. I, I think that there's a lot of people out there that, that would feel weird in that situation. So it's not, I don't know that if everybody had those, just sort of had no filter and just acted on their own impulses, that there would be the massive groping that dumbass describes. <laughs> Grope Fest 2007. Go. It's like a, a movie from M. Night Shyamalan, The Groping. <laughs> that would be a terrible Well, movie. in the end, you find out that the trees did it all. The tree yeah. and the wind. The wind. It was the wind. Was, the, the wind, wind was groping it. everyone. It's a, it's a wind groper. Yeah. <laughs> we got an email from Andy the day after we posted, and he says, I'm away. And this is Andy, who was a guest on our show last week, but we played it this particular episode. It says, I'm away on Oxford on business and uh, made the mistake of accidentally timing my arrival uh, at the grave of J.R.R. Tolkien with the voicemail section on episode 100A, on which I do not appear. <laughs> the confused Japanese Tolkien fans will never understand why I was laughing so hard. That's awesome. And you know the best part about that, Tom, is that n- we had nothing to do with how funny that, that voicemail portion was. No, I, I like to think that if there's any success the show has, we have nothing yeah, to do with nothing that. Nothing whatsoever. I know that personally, if there's any yeah. success the show has, I have nothing I to do with it. Yeah, I, I, if anything, if anything, it was it was uh, stumbled upon by accident by both of us. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. Also, this this is another comment in a very similar vein. Murph left a comment on our blog that says, after hearing all the funny and creative stuff from our listeners, I'm starting to feel like I'm not qualified to even listen anymore. Some of those songs were fucking great. I'm not even qualified to make it. So I, I understand where you're coming from. I'm not even qualified to be behind the wheel of this podcast. I don't even make it. Yeah. I've never been qualified. <laughs> like I don't even think there's a bit of pretense at any point right. that I have a qualification. Right. Every listener... Every listener is vastly more entertaining and qualified, and qualified than I am. And interesting. Way That's more interesting. The, I'm just hoping, Cecil, that you don't notice yeah. at some point. <laughs> it's like every week it's a brand new person. <laughs> it's just me laughing at their jokes. Uh, we got an email from Adam. Uh, this is the Adam who wrote all the songs. Uh, the uh, He wrote the Joy Division Cognitive Dissonance song we played last week, as well as the uh, the Whole of His Glory hymn that he played uh, and conducted and wrote, and then he left the sheet music on our website. Well, we mentioned that we would think it would be hilarious if a choir sang it, and he was just like, I love your idea. That's the greatest. So he arranged a male-only version, a choir, male-only choir version, uh, and he gave us the, uh, the, the PDF. So I will post that for this particular episode, which is uh, 100 Part 2. So if you're looking for it, it'll be in 100 Part 2. I also want to mention from his email, he says um, that he grew up in a very fundamentalist church, um, and uh, he imitated the hymns he grew up with in that church, which were usually unison anyway, and were most notable for abusing the tonic major seventh as their only particularly interesting bit of harmony. I want to say, Adam, I'm sure most of that were words. (laughs) I've read, I know some of these words, I've read some of these before. Those bastards abusing the tonic major seventh is the only particularly interesting bit of harmony. How dare they? We got an email from Matt uh, from Down Under, and Tom, I'm going to let you read it. I think one issue that muddies the water is university education. Over here in Australia, chiropractic is a degree. He has degree in quotes. I like that. He put it in <laughs> Kids in high school look at uh, a course list and see it. 
When I was in high school, I didn't know shit about skepticism, and if an adult told me, it must be true. So people leave high school and study chiropractic. We see it on course lists. It legitimizes it by default, so people think it works. Imagine doing a degree and finding out it's crap. It would be almost as bad as an English lit major. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> so cognitive dissonance kicks in. Do you admit the profession you paid to join is based on bullshit? Do you defend it a bit and start practicing what is essentially physiotherapy instead, or do you just start a whole new career? Cognitive dissonance predicts you defend your decision and use physiotherapy techniques under the banner of chiropractic. And I think that's a great point. I do too. I think it's hard for people to throw away English lit degrees, for example, just because they were a huge fucking waste of time and money. Yeah, don't feel bad because philosophy degrees are too. <laughs> <laughs> friends don't let friends major in the humanities. Yeah, that's I would I actually wouldn't take mine back. But I hear what you're saying, Matthew. That's a, it's an excellent point. Tom, we got an email, and it and it's just called the hundredth glory hole. Uh, yeah, this this email uh, has a mind puzzle. I'm going to read the mind puzzle for our listeners. If you normally spend about one hour at the glory hole each week, one hour, one hour, Jesus, an hour. Wait, give me seven minutes you know and some what, time to you clean know, up. You know what you're doing is is you're finishing and then you're just taking a nap like afterwards. <laughs> yeah. If you normally spend about <laughs> one hour. It's hard to sleep standing up though. What is there foreplay at the glory hole? Yeah. <laughs> I mean what do you do? What, what the fuck? It's a glory hole. I know. It's like the most uh like I don't know, it's just like complete anonymous. It blowjobs. An hour? Fucking. You're not getting to a, know the other person. What are they, a python? <laughs> I mean, what kind of jaw muscles? You're just like, so, <laughs> see Star Trek last week? Do you enjoy long walks on the. Not <laughs> twice if you enjoy long walks on the beach. <laughs> An hour? They'd have to be a damn anaconda for the jaw muscles. <laughs> Good lord. Or a garter snake in yeah, some cases. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to read this mind sure, puzzle. Sure, yeah. Do you have to have like a backup cocksucker if you're at the hour for like an hour? You're just like, I need to tag out. I need to tag out of this. It's a, it's a relay race, but instead of handing off the baton, <laughs> it's just a baton, all right. <laughs> all right, read it. I won't interrupt again, I swear. If you normally spend about one hour at the glory hole each week, and you've done so for 100 weeks, you have <laughs> had 100 glory hole visits, and this is awesome. If after 99 visits to the glory hole, you decide to celebrate such a momentous glory hole telly by spending two and three quarter hours at the glory hole, you still have 100 glorious visits to the glory hole, and this is still awesome. However, if halfway through you decide to pull out and finish the job and following week, the following week, this now becomes visit 101. However, visit 100 will show on the records with an asterisk as you did not complete the task at whole. And in all honesty, if I was God of the world, I would insist that you go back to the glory hole and start all over That's again. That's not a puzzle. That's him making fun of us for not fucking posting the whole episode last week. You can't trick me, Jason. Oh, Jason did trick me. I've been puzzling over it all week. <laughs> you can't trick me. No, yeah. Well, the thing is, is we did finish because we had a skeptic's creed on it. That's true. If there's that, a skeptic's you creed know. on it, it's finished. That's the our, that's our ejaculation. Right. <laughs> that is our ejaculation at the glory hole. 
Yeah, every time the Skeptics Creed plays, I feel like getting someone a towel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Glenn uh, sends an email and says, uh, congrats on the episode 100. And then says, uh, second, I am writing to report a weird formatting issue affecting your podcast. I subscribe and download your podcast via iTunes and notice the following problem in the last several weeks. Each episode after Skeptic Creed, there are several minutes of additional conversation. In fact, it sounds like an introductional material. Uh, and he says that uh, that there was uh, – he just wanted to make sure it wasn't a reoccurring issue. I don't know if you're kidding because there's no sarcasm thing on here you didn't put like sarcasm or something but yeah that's a that's a thing we're doing uh we find we have stuff in the show if you're be if you're if you're kidding i'm just gonna say flat out haha okay well so we get that out of the way <laughs> if you're kidding haha. if you weren't kidding uh we actually do put additional content at the end of the show lots of times it's stuff that just didn't fit in the show like this time with with jake we were bitching about like itunes reviews and it just sounds petty and stupid when it's in the show itself but when you just throw it at the end as people want to listen to it can then it, it suddenly gets funnier and the same thing happened when tom and i were talking about eggnog one time it totally didn't fit in that we're just out of nowhere tom says they should ban eggnog and then <laughs> he and i'd spend 14 and a half minutes yelling about how bad eggnog is and it totally didn't fit it was the tangent of all tangents so we just decided it's too funny to leave on the cutting room floor but it's it's definitely doesn't fit in the show so we started putting pieces after the skeptics creed now they're not on every week some some weeks they're not some weeks they are um it just happens so happens if we get an outtake that we think is worthwhile we put it on at the end, so that's what you're hearing. Those are it, they are there on purpose. It is, a, it was a conscious decision on our part to make sure that those those appear. Cecil's being somewhat generous as well because mostly it's just me veering left all the time, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and, then, and going off on well, tangents. Last time for, it was Jake though. I mean, Jake just started. Jake. He started and he's like, he started awesome. to say something, and then and then it was just like. Both of us, just all of us, were just like, well, if you're going to turn the wheel, all of us are going to turn the wheel. We got an email from uh, Cameron, uh, and this was just a, a really nice – Tom and I were just like, this is a great, really nice email. He said, Cecil, I wanted to wish you all the best on your 5K run you are doing, and I'm doing it tomorrow. Um, so there might not be a show next week because I'll be dead. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually done 5K many times already because I've had to – got to work up to it. And then when you work up to it, you just practice it. So that's what I've been doing for a long time. So I don't think – It'll be that difficult. Um, it's actually supposed to be three and a half miles, not uh, 3.1 miles, which is what 5K is. So it's a little longer than 5K. But I'm doing it on tomorrow, so it should be good. But uh, it was really nice of him to just say, hey, good luck. So that was nice of him to write. It was a really nice thing to do. I, I You know, it's more effort than I will put into yeah. supporting you right, through the 5K. Right, I understand. And I'm not fucking doing I a 5K. Get it. I get it. We got a comment from Camilla, and she says, I must say, I'm not sure uh, what I feel about my Norwegian greeting getting, making you all hard. You don't get out much, do you? Camilla, can you just do me a favor and say that really slow and in Norwegian? <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, fr from now on, I'm going to need all of your comments in voicemail form. <laughs> and I want you to speak really slowly. Uh, King and Cash Money sends in a, a message. It's an atheist movie review. He basically goes through... And sends us 15, I want to say. There was 15 in the document. Uh, movies with synopsis uh, attached. So uh, so thank you very much, King of Cash Money. That was awesome of you to do. And we're going to utilize that list when we decide to uh, to watch a couple movies and, and use those as uh, for other weeks when we're feeling lazy, like this week. Yeah, like all the weeks for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I get two emails uh, in the last couple of hours here where uh, people have told me that uh, Bangladesh is not in the Middle East. Um, I got not one. On, there's, there's one on the on the blog where somebody lists uh, a piece and then somebody else left an email that said, hey, um, Bangladesh is not in the Middle East. You know, does it really matter what shape is what country? Because it's like it's not like I'm going to get on a plane and be like, I need to go to Bangladesh. Be like, well, what's the directions? Right. Can you yeah, tell me how to get? Can you give me the longitude and latitude? Yeah, we're only going to fly you there if you can draw it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. No, pe- people weren't being shitty when they corrected us. I don't think. No, but, no. I I'm just teasing. Yeah. I don't think that it being in the Middle East had anything to do with what we were talking about. I just talk for a long time, and sometimes I say things that. You know, just it just slips out. Um, I recognize that Bangladesh is not in the Middle East, and I think I, I'm pretty sure I knew it before people even sent it to me because I had thought it was. I, I knew it was, it was attached to India somewhere. I didn't know what part of India it was attached to, but I knew it was part. It was attached to there. I'm not, I'm not a fucking geography major. You know what I mean? Like that's not a thing I I really studied a lot of. And I, like I can tell you where all the 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 states are on risk. Like on the risk board, I could tell you where I could point to Siam right now. You know what I mean? Like I know where that is. But thank you everybody for for correcting me on on that it's not in the Middle East. I have no idea where the Middle East starts and stops. Yeah, that's like, the thing it, too. Is like, well, what, like, what does India and pa- I mean, is Pakistan part of it? Because Pakistan's on the other side of India. You know, I recognize that it's farther away. It's farther east than middle because it's right under China. We want to thank Edward and Paul for sending in uh, generous donations. Uh, we appreciate the donations when people send us money to go uh, to both Tam and uh, for the podcast maintenance fund. So thank you for your hard-earned dollars. Uh, we appreciate it. We want to thank all of the guests we had on, and I'm going to thank the people from last week. So we want to thank George Trab for coming on. George does his show called Geologic. It's a very funny one-man show. You should check it out if you haven't. Uh, it's probably the funniest one-man show out there. Jake from Imaginary Friends Show. Jake's show is very much like ours. Uh, you can find him at imaginaryfriendshow.com. And, uh, and he, just, he just talks about news, and he covers, uh, he covers a lot of LGBT issues. And, uh, and he's a genuinely funny guy, and he has funny guests on, so you should check out his show. Irreligiosophy is probably one of the best apologetic shows out there. Uh, it's, um, I would say it's even better than Atheist Experience, mainly because uh, Atheist Experience has to deal with call-ins, and uh, Irreligiosophy can set their, own, uh, set their own itinerary when they go through things. So um, it's, it's great. I think Irreligiosophy has, uh, you know, they're, they're smart, well-researched, and the guy knows his stuff. Chuck knows his stuff for sure. So, uh, so you should listen to his show if you get a chance. Um, I also want to thank the Mercy Side Skeptics. Uh, Incredulous is a hilarious show that we have been lucky to be part of for a couple times, and uh, and and that was great. Uh, Skeptics with a K, as well as Be Reasonable, are great shows put out by Mercy Side, so you should check those shows out. Thomas from Thomas and the Bible. Thomas is a great guy. He's funny. He also does F This Podcast, and uh, he does a show called Two for Flinching. Uh, he's also on Twitter, so you should check him out there. Uh, all those people are wonderful, and they spent... Uh, better parts of half an hour to to an hour just bullshitting with us last week and they were really gracious with their time so we want to thank everybody who was on last week's show and we want to thank everybody who contributed to last week's show all the listeners as well yeah we've gotten such an outpouring of support from guests and from listeners and it's it's you know what makes this show special is the people that we've had on and the people that listen um and we, we really do genuinely appreciate it so thank you to all of you guys yeah, next week, Tom, is uh, episode 101. So now that we're past, I mean, technically, you know, like like the glory hole message said earlier, this is our 
this will be our 102nd trip to the glory hole, but it'll only be episode 101 because we don't want to cheat the listeners out of a whole episode. Well, I do. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I do, but you won't let me. Yeah. You know, if it was up to me, this would still be episode 97. 97? <laughs> <You> 97Z. <laughs> Who are we kidding? If this was up to me, it would be episode zero. Episode, if this was up be to like, you, we, you'd we'd be still be staring at, at the wave file being like, what am I supposed to do with this? This looks hard. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, next week we won't have any guests. Um, we are hoping that we're actually going to have a few guests in the in the future. And we actually got invited to be on uh, on another show, which we'll let you know soon um, how that shakes out. Uh, we should be on there in July, though. So, um, so we're looking forward to hopefully having a couple other people on soon, uh, but not right away because that last week really took it out of me. I mean, I <laughs> I visited Glory Hole five times last week, and that's just too much. And it was it wasn't an hour each time. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, it's a lot it of stamina to be one hour at a time. An hour five times. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's <laughs> outrageous. We're going to leave you, as always, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead, pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. <laughs>